0: You're listening to the Pursuit of Christ podcast, where we are passionate about developing a deeper relationship with Jesus Christ by taking the truths of Scripture and applying them to everyday life. We hope that you'll be encouraged and challenged as we examine God's Word together today. Well, good morning and welcome to our study in the book of Proverbs this morning. Uh, We're going to open up our Bibles. We're going to be in Proverbs chapter 13 today. And I want to pick up, our, pick up our series this morning in Proverbs chapter 13 and verse 12. I know that Pastor Will covered verse 12 in his, in his devotional yesterday. Uh, but I want to pick it up there and I want to read in verses 12 through 19. And uh, if you're looking at it, the text says this, Hope deferred maketh the heart sick, but when the desire cometh, it is a tree of life. Whoso despiseth the word shall be destroyed, but he that feareth the commandment shall be rewarded. The law of the wise is a fountain of life to depart from the snares of death. Good understanding giveth favor, but the way of transgressors is hard. Every prudent man dealeth with knowledge, but a fool layeth open his folly. A wicked messenger falleth into mischief, but a faithful ambassador is health. Poverty and shame shall be to him that refuseth instruction, but he that regardeth reproof shall be honored. The desire accomplished is sweet to the soul but it is abomination to fools to depart from evil. Um, I want to take these verses this morning and just try to walk through them very quickly and explain them to you. Um, Now, in Hebrew literature, there is a literary device. I'm going to teach you a little bit of a Bible study tool here. Uh, It's called inclusio. And with inclusio, you need to think in your head of bookends. So picture your bookshelf at home. Right. So you have books on it and you have bookends on either side that's holding that, that group of books together. Right. So you have a bookend on one end and you have a bookend on the other and everything in there functions as one unit. And the same thing is true of scripture. Uh, often uh, the Hebrew poets would use inclusio to kind of function and show us what a defined unit looks like. So typically, you talk about one thing at the beginning, and you talk about the same thing at the end, and that signals to us as students of God's word that everything in there is one unit. So look at verse 12. He says, Hope deferred maketh the heart sick, but when the desire cometh, it is a tree of life. Now look down at verse 19. The desire accomplished is sweet to the soul, but it is an abomination of fools, two fools, to depart from evil. So, in each of those verses, he's talking about desire, desire coming, and desire being accomplished. So on one end, our one book end, so to speak, is desire coming, and then the other end is desire accomplished and so he uses both of these book ends. And so, in between functions as one unit. And I think the question that we need to ask is: How is desire accomplished? So, what what is uh, what well, what is the fulfillment of our aspirations? What does that look like? How is it accomplished? Because clearly, in verse twelve, it says, "When the desire cometh, it, it is as a tree of life." In verse nineteen, the desire accomplished is sweet to the soul. So, how is that done? How can aspirations be fulfilled? And that's what he deals with uh, in in between the two book ends here. So notice verse thirteen. He says, "Whoso despiseth the word shall be destroyed, but he that feareth the commandment shall be rewarded." He picks up this same theme again in verse eighteen. Poverty and shame shall be to him that refuseth instruction, but he that regardeth reproof shall be honored. So I think the first step in fulfilling aspirations is how do you handle the word of God. How do you handle the truth of scripture? How do you handle the commandments that we find in God's word? It says, Whoso despiseth the word shall be destroyed. He that feareth the commandment shall be rewarded. He that regardeth reproof shall be honored. But poverty and shame come to those that refuse instruction. Whoso despiseth the word shall be destroyed. How do you handle biblical instruction? When somebody comes and says, this is what God has instructed us to do according to his word, when the word of truth is rightfully divided to us, how do we handle that? Because if we despise God's word and and we can work hard and we can try to do it our own way, but if we despise the instruction that we find in God's word, if we disregard it and we try to walk in our own way, right? Proverbs tells us over and over again that a fool does that. And so are we walking according to wisdom? Are we studying God's word and are we taking what it says and actually putting it into practice? Are we walking in accordance with God's word? How do we handle the truth? Because the way that we handle the truth determines whether or not we will have fulfilled aspirations. He feels uh, he continues to kind of fill this in a little bit. Notice the theme that he picks up here in verses 14 and 15. The law of the wise is a fountain of life to depart from the snares of death. Good understanding giveth favor, but the way of transgressors is hard. So he talks about the law of the wise. It's this idea, it's it's a fountain of life. And then in verse 15, good understanding gives favor. But then notice the flip side of that. um, in In verse 14, to depart from the law of the wise brings death. The way of a transgressor is hard. So the way that we handle the word of God is important, but then the way that we apply it and put it into practice is important. So having information, I was just teaching our teens about this on Wednesday night. Knowing what is right and doing what is right are two, two very different things. So we can know what God says in his word. We can have all of the information in our heads. We can study, we can know. But if we don't put it into practice, it doesn't do us any good. And so in verses 13 and 18, he talks about the commandment and receiving that. But in verses 14 and 15, he doesn't just talk about receiving it. He talks about now going and actually applying it and putting into practice. James tells us, don't just be a hearer of the word, but be a doer of it. And if you and I know the Word of God, if we've received it, but we don't do it, it's like we wake up in the morning and we go look at the mirror and our hair's everywhere and we've got last night's dinner in our teeth and our breath is fogging up the mirror and we're still in our rumpled pajamas and we look in the mirror and go, eh, and we walk out the door and we don't change anything. And we can't just be a hearer of the word. We need to be a doer of it. Because when we take the truth of God's word and put it into practice, all of a sudden real life change can be happening. And our Christ given aspirations can start to be fulfilled. But not only that, look at verses 16 and 17. Every prudent man dealeth with knowledge. But a fool layeth open his folly, a wicked messenger falleth into mischief, but a faithful ambassador, the idea here in the Hebrew is a faithful ambassador walks in the way of health. So a prudent man, he dealeth with knowledge. He walks in the way of health. He does those things which are going to help him to succeed and to thrive, mainly by knowing God's word and by putting it into practice. But notice the flip side of that, a fool layeth open his folly, a wicked messenger falleth into mischief. So then the question becomes, how do we fulfill our aspirations, right? That's what I entitled this lesson this morning, fulfilled aspirations. And we come back to this, these book ends, hope deferred, make it the heart sick. But when the desire cometh, it's a tree of life. The desire accomplished is sweet to the soul, but it is abomination of fools to depart from evil. And I think about this. I, when I look at verses 13 through 18, I see an individual that's understanding wisdom, understanding God's word, and not just understanding it, but applying it and putting it into practice, and in doing so, walking in the way of wisdom. He is a faithful ambassador who is walking in the way of health. So it's knowledge of god's word its application in god's word and then it's faithfulness to to continue on in god's word to grow into being a disciple and so when i look at this and think okay so what does this have to do with the 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 aspirations and and with the hope that we see in verses 12 and 19 And, and i would argue this as we passionately pursue after jesus christ our desires and our aspirations our hope our desire Becomes Christ himself. And as we study God's word and as we understand God's word and as we put it into practice and as we faithfully continue on in God's word, our aspirations can be fulfilled because Christ becomes our aspiration. Let me flip over real quick. Let me try to illustrate this out. uh, Let me try to illustrate this for you in the New Testament. If you have your Bibles, turn over to the book of Philippians. Turn over to the book of Philippians in chapter number three. I think Paul describes this perfectly in Philippians chapter 3. He says this in chapter 3 of Philippians in verse 12. Not as though I had already attained, either were already perfect, but I follow after if that I may apprehend that for which I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do. Forgetting those things which are behind, and reaching forth unto those things which are before, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Let us therefore, as many as be perfect, be thus minded. And if in anything ye be otherwise minded, God shall reveal even this to you. Nevertheless, Whereunto we have already attained, let us walk by the same rule, let us mind the same thing. So what is Paul's desire? What is his aspiration? What is his focus? It is Jesus Christ. He says, I count myself to have apprehended, but this, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do. Paul says, I do one thing, and that's to pursue after Jesus Christ. And our Christian life should echo that sentiment. This one thing I do, not in many things I dabble. And yet so often we get our focus on so many other things. But when we look in Proverbs chapter 12, I see, hey, when the desire cometh, it's a tree of life. And our desire should be to passionately pursue after Jesus Christ. And that comes by understanding God's word by applying God's word and by faithfully continuing in God's word to passionately pursue after Jesus and I think Paul perfectly illustrates that truth here in Philippians chapter 3 why why do we do this in verse 14 I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling in Christ Jesus and I think back to Proverbs chapter 13 when he says when the desire comes it says the tree of life. So the question then would become, what for me, would then be, are your desires being fulfilled? Is your aspirations being fulfilled? Are you passionately pursuing after Jesus Christ? Are you studying God's word? Are you understanding God's word? Are you walking in the truth of God's word? Because as we do, our desire will be Jesus and this one thing we should do to pursue after Jesus Christ for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. As I was chewing on and meditating on Philippians or Philippians chapter 3 and Proverbs chapter 13 and thinking through how all this fits together. This is a this is a challenging statement for me. Uh, this is a challenging truth for me, because often in my own personal Christian life, I can get distracted by what's going on over here and and what's going on over here, and I can start looking at things that are going on over here, and and all of a sudden, my focus can get pulled in a lot of different directions. And, I mean, hey, the Astros are in the American League Championship Series, and and probably they're the odds-on favorite to win the World Series. There's lots of distractions there, right? So all these things are going on. All these things are going on. And it's easy for me to start dabbling in a lot of different things. But Paul says, look, the Christian life is not in many things I dabble. It is in one thing I do. When the desire comes, it is as the tree of life. And Paul says, this one thing I do, I reach, I forget those things which are behind, and I reach forth Under those things which are before, I press toward the mark of the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Paul was passionate about studying God's word and putting it into practice and continuing in it so that he could obtain Christ. And I would say that I would look at the life of the Apostle Paul and say his aspirations were fulfilled. It wasn't always easy. I'm sure that the world at times looked at that and thought, man, that's crazy. But for Paul, he lived a life of fulfilled aspirations. The question then becomes, will you and I do the same? I hope that we will. I, I desire to do this, and I hope that you do as well. May God help us to not dabble in many things today, but to do one thing. And help that one. God help us for that one thing to be to passionately pursue after Jesus Christ. Well, thank you so much for joining us for our for our time together in God's Word today. I hope it's been a blessing and a challenge and an encouragement to you. Thank you so much for taking a few minutes out of your day to join me, and we'll look forward to seeing you again next time. Thanks so much, and God bless. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. If this episode was a help to you, please subscribe and share it with a friend. Until next time, God bless.